I am Barrington Brennan, a counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. Do you feel trapped in your relationship? Are you in an abusive relationship? And at times it seems there is no way out? Are you being made to feel guilty by family members, friends or spiritual leaders when you try to leave? And they will tell you that it is your duty and spiritual responsibility to stay. Far too many women and even some men are being held hostage in a seriously abusive relationship. Even during the COVID-19 pandemic, when the emotional stress and fatigue are at a national high, many are in a double whammy. Some who need to escape the abuse are being hit with religious fanaticism on two sides. First, they are being told that if they take the vaccine, it will be lack of faith in God. And second, they are being told that if they leave their abusive partners, they will be breaking their sacred marital vow and evading their divine responsibility. What a dangerous entrapment. Why are so many people giving such a bad name to the church and community? This is not what a loving God and Christianity is all about. There are many persons who have suffered far, far too long. They need a break. They need to break free. Domestic violence and now religious fanaticism has become the death knell to sensible living for many. In my 1998 article entitled Domestic Violence and the Church, I stated, Domestic violence and the church are two terms that should not be linked. Unfortunately, today we know that there is an undeniable correlation between the teaching of the church and the prevalence of violence in our home. As the cross is the center of Christianity, bringing hope, peace, and certainty of salvation, ironically, in my opinion, religion always has always been and is more than ever the core fueling agent to the development and perpetuation of violence in our families today. Violence in the community, then, is the direct result of violence in the families. End of quote. One of the big problems creating this mess is the way we are teaching our boys and men. Again, utilizing sacred scripture, many leaders are teaching our males that being in charge of someone, in particular women, is the divine their divine calling. Hence, there is an emphasis on male leadership over women, and very little or no. Um, emphasis on male leadership with women. One of my favorite quotes is by Haki Matubiti, an educator and co-founder of the Institute of Positive Education New Concepts Development Center in the United States of America. He states, there must be a liberation of the male psyche from preoccupation with domination, power, hunger, control of patriarchal culture. This requires a commitment to deep study 
combined with a willingness for painful, uncomfortable, and shocking change. It is my view that if we do not start this shocking change of our views and practices, we'll be continuing to have more domestic violence, abused women and children. We will be continuing to keep women entrapped in their state of religious fanaticism and cause many unnecessary deaths due to COVID-19. We will even impede emotional and psychological well-being due to the requirement of abused women to adhere to foolish and false religious practices. We must stop making a mockery of faith, religion, and God. If you are in an abusive relationship in your home or church, I encourage you to break free, seek help, call a professional to guide you through the steps of recovery. I want you to, to remind you that you are not alone. There are some who are reading this or listening right now who are suffering in silence. No one knows their pain, neither how they are being con- um, um, cornered in the dark rooms of control, psychological, and spiritual abuse. They want to break free, but do not know how to. Some do do leave, but are literally hunted, hunted down, and forced to return. What makes it even more difficult is that many of the abusers are well-liked, kind to others, and are gentle giants in the public. No one believes the stories of abuse by such wonderful persons. Many church people's response to the complaining victim would be statements like these. He's not that bad. He's so nice to everyone. You're not telling the truth. What are you doing to make your husband do that to you? You need to be there for him, so stop thinking that way. He is a respected leader in the church, so do not do anything to damage that. Yes, these are some of the words you hear. There are some men, even male spiritual leaders, who demand sex from their partners. They threaten them with scripture texts and physically force themselves on them. One hurting wife once told me in tears that when her husband was through raping her, and she had called a friend to rush to the hospital for help. Another told me that her husband would pick the locked bedroom door while she was in the bathroom and forced her in the shower for sex. Many women in these very painful relationships are ashamed to seek help or to tell their stories to others. Dear listeners, it is time to break the silence. It is time to speak out against all forms of abuse and spiritual fanaticism. They are cancerous wounds that are metastasizing too rapidly in our society. I appeal to church leaders to examine their own views and teachings that are doing more damage than good to people. Dr. James Alsdorf, in his book Battered into Submission, states, If the problem of wife abuse is one of evil, the church can no longer avoid taking sides. A love which intends to be effective in terms of God's kingdom cannot avoid taking sides.
That is the quote from theologian Jose Bonino. In fact, the church will be in collusion with evil if it does not stand on the side of the victim. Only when it becomes an advocate for the oppressed can it fulfill its prophetic role. End of quote. Let's start believing the abused person. Let's start believing the wife when she says she was raped. Far too many are literally trapped into painful, dangerous relationships. They need help. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.